0: quiet on set picture is up all right roll sound
1: rolling
0: roll cameras cams rolling and three two
2: hey everybody what's going on and welcome back to hank's think tank
0: guess what mark hogan's on my left howdy so he's good he's back buckets of hiding it's all over there you, you
2: go we got a great gift gift we got a great guest for you here this evening i got joe de now joe invited me on his podcast that was a great show man beyond the Woodline, and uh you know joe's a paranormal guy and also he uh, he has a lot of people on that talk about things like bigfoot stuff like that interesting interesting if you get a chance to check out the show look it up it's on youtube it's called beyond the Woodline. it's a great podcast he does a good job in production so it's worth the watch his shows are about an hour long and uh yeah kick back relax get some popcorn beer whatever it is you partake in and and check it out joe good to have you man what's going on
3: man thanks for having me on i really appreciate you know you letting me come on here and you know talk about the yeah good to meet you man i'm glad you made
0: time to come on out
3: yeah man you gotta talk about all my weird uh my little weird stories and my little weird life that i had yeah, i think
0: everybody's probably got a little weird story some people are probably afraid to talk about
3: them yeah yeah that's pretty much a common theme i find that when people talk about whether it's paranormal bigfoot right. ufos aliens uh, right even like psychic mediums people don't talk about that stuff yeah. you know they're, yeah. they're kind of uh taking it back to it i guess
0: hey before we get rolling real good i got a little announcement to make okay today is december the 11th 2021 which uh, everybody knows, should know that that means in two days Hank has a birthday, mm. December thirteenth. Oh wow! This guy right here is going to turn how old? Old. <laughs> Do we want to say it out loud? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm going to be so, fifty nine. I got you a little something, so, man. Oh wow! Yep. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Congratulations oh. on the anniversary of your hatching. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My chicken appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I'm going to need a knife or something. I got it. Well, you going to need birthday. a what? You're going to need a what? A knife. Okay, a so knife? listen,
2: guys, always carry a Swiss Army knife with you. That way when you get a present from somebody, you You can call
0: that a knife? It's a knife. You that ain't a knife. Easily open it up. Oh, wow. That's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You did not know what that was. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Like so now that. I've got a brand new knife to open up my gifts with. Now, this is important, too, though, because uh, Superstition has it that it's very bad luck to gift someone a knife. So if you look on the on the handle there, you'll notice a, t- a penny is taped to the handle. Right. Okay. Why do you do that? Give me that penny, and you have effectively paid for the knife. And uh, so no bad luck involved.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. And that yep. way
3: the knife doesn't cut the friendship.
0: That's exactly what I want huh. to. Thank you. Well, that's cool. Now that is your purchase All knife. Right, it's a, a brand new tactical knife.
2: So, um, you want to explain this thing to me and maybe show it off a little bit? Well, sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. So this is a tactical knife made in uh, probably China, but it's brand new. Cool. Southern China. You know they got the badasses. <laughs> Southern China. And it's got all the the nylon and uh, and the uh, plastic stuff Damn. And this has the uh, the log cutting okay top here yeah 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 you know thro- you. throat cutting log cutting whatever needs cutting i like it and uh, out here on the ponderosa or the or the hankerosa property out here you probably run into all kind of badgers and 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 rogue porcupines that you may have to defend yourself with but bigfoot yeah big foot <laughs> <There you go. laughs> big foot medium foot whatever foot it takes so you know i know you're getting up there in years and it's a little tougher to go hand to hand with a lot of those things
2: hey it's gonna have to happen you know society's yeah. gonna fall apart soon and we're all gonna need a big knife
0: nice sheath so, yeah all kind of lanyards and stuff to tie it on you cool and there's some little something else in that bag too that you probably oh, I did not that. see
2: I didn't see it <clears throat> it is a
3: thousand dollar bill
2: Happy don't birthday. don't get his hopes up. Number 59 from Hark Mogan, sidekick,
0: <laughs> occupation
2: sidekick. <laughs> That's it. All right. It's an envelope, y'all. It's and, an envelope. And in of, that envelope
0: is, damn, a 1962 50-cent wow. piece.
2: A 19, and it's a
0: silver 50-cent piece, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. A 1962 silver 50-cent piece. Benjamin Franklin was uh, struck on the front of those cool in that year and he was a real smart guy i wonder if he was always bald just on the front all his hair was on the back he was the original hippie
2: yeah i guess yeah. so and
0: he had all kind of uh stuff that was uh quotable and you know being one of the founding fathers he was a real wise guy so a penny saved is a penny earned that was his
2: well that's a really nice gift man both the knife and The silver token. That's cool, man. I
0: like it. It's not a token. That is a 50 cent piece. It's still a token. Yeah. It's worth about seven bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) I'll add it to my collection. There you go. And as a fact of
2: business, (laughs) this this is the beginning of my collection. There you go. So there you go. Far out. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You're
0: welcome. Happy birthday, dude.
2: Thanks, man. 59. My God. I never thought, I mean, geez.
0: Oh, wait till next year. You know, because, I mean,.
2: Mentally, I still feel like I'm 23. Yeah, you know, same here. So, but it's often that <laughs> that I realize when I'm jumping or when I'm trying to do something that I shouldn't be doing, or that, bending yeah, down man. to
0: pick up a 50 cent piece. Yeah, was uh, that yeah. worth 50
2: cents? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you realize you're 59 again. Yeah. So, happy birthday, man. Well, thanks. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. happy birthday, brother. Thanks, man. Uh, okay, so so Joe, uh, you know, on when I when I was on your show, we talked a little bit about. Well, we talked a little bit about everything, about paranormal stuff. What I really wanted to kind of touch upon, if we could, because I don't think we covered too much, was uh, UFOs or UAPs. Right. Now I got another guy that, uh, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head today. UAP? U-M- UAPs? Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Gotcha. Yeah. And they changed it because UFO had just a bad connotation to it. Everybody had already worn it out, and, and everybody equated— if you were into UFOs with you being, you know, uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. You know, so UAPs are just a new term for it. Right. Am I right? Right. right. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. So had another guy that was interested in coming on the show and he was, uh, letting me know that there has been some legislation that has been presented to Congress. And I don't have that information in front of me. It's, I think it's the Rubio amendment if I'm not mistaken. Right. And, uh, It's supposed to be some legislation that would make uh, the government more transparent on what they've done with UAPs or UFOs in the past. And I guess we'd have access to that information finally. You know anything about that?
3: Yeah. um, A lot of that information is going to be redacted unfortunately yeah. some of the information that they already released it's got all those black marks through everything. yeah so, but they're
2: gonna leave all the ifs ands twos and fours
3: right you know so <laughs> like they're still gonna be very kindergarten book. very vague about what they release at least for now yeah um so i guess at some level at least they're kind of acknowledging it yeah you know and they have released some footage you know like the tiktok video and yeah the tiktok thing was something yeah, else yeah, yeah the tiktok and i do want to say tiktok I guess because
2: TikTok. TikTok's badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah the,
3: uh, so what yeah. was what was TikTok? What was it was just little. Uh, well, it was say little, but uh, it looked like a tic tac. Okay. You know, basically, the shape, shape and shape and color. Kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And, but it
2: but it was actually quite large, and it was uh, Fravor, who uh, he 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 uh, is a pilot, and he's also high up in the navy, and uh, and uh, he came across this thing. You know, it ended up in his sights and all that. And it started doing some really weird maneuvers. Yeah, I mean, they said that it went from 50,000 feet in altitude to one foot in less than a second. And then it disappeared off the radar and appeared at their, what? what's that spot called? Do you remember? I don't remember, but yeah, their, I think it's miles called, and miles. It's away. like a comp spot. It's right. like the place where they were supposed to meet, but nobody had said anything on radio or nothing. So how did this thing know where they were going to be? And then it was there. And it was doing weird rem- maneuvers above the ocean surface. And then I think it even went into the water mm-hmm. and just disappeared. Okay. So Tic Tac. You can see it on YouTube. It's a big deal.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Look for Tic Tac.
2: And that was one of the things that the government released recently. Right. And I think there was another one, too, but I don't yeah. remember what it was.
3: Yeah. Uh, that was actually the Pentagon that released that uh, that tic-tac yeah okay and um yeah 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 the second one was another one but the one they were chasing was more of a saucer shape yeah and yeah that sucker was making all kind of maneuvers that right you know that if if we tried that stuff our aircraft would fall apart yeah and and we die inside and and we would die yeah yeah yeah
2: and it's interesting because uh you know joe rogan had bob Lazar on his uh podcast and and bob Lazar talked about the way that these propulsion systems work is that they create they create a field of anti gravity around them so they're literally in their own universe right. if you can figure that mm-hmm. so when they're moving back and forth you know 10 miles in a second just they said it was like a, a a ping pong ball in a glass you know mm-hmm. when they're moving like that that kind of movement that kind of friction and all that would kill us but if you're inside of your own encapsulated
0: gravity you wouldn't even know it and it's not fighting any of our stratosphere or our gravity forces or anything and then the weird
2: thing that i was freaking out about was he said that that type of propulsion system when you looked at it you wouldn't be able to see it because light bends around it right and so it would be there but you'd never know until it maybe turned off its propulsion system and became visible Hmm. you know i guess that's when they just kind of hover and All of a sudden, they're just gone, right? And wow, that's crazy, right? But, but yeah, I'm wondering how this new legislation, if it passes, is going to change things. And I also wonder if the government is just starting to release things slow so we get used to the idea that there are others out there.
3: Yeah, that's another thing. I don't think they're necessarily going to release that part that there's other life out there, they're going to leave that for us to decide, I think. Yeah, you know, but. You know the universe is a big place so there's no way yeah. i mean our solar system alone is, is is huge you know yeah you know so
2: yeah i mean it's it's infinite i mean you wouldn't you'd never be able to figure it all out there's just no way right. and for us to think that, that we're the only life forms out there that's just kind of arrogant i think right. i yeah. don't know if
3: you've ever seen like on youtube or even just on regular uh, photos you searched, you know the milky way galaxy and it shows you where we're at i mean we're a speck of dust in the milky way galaxy you That's know crazy, you know it? i mean we're probably not even that really yeah you know
2: i mean it's it's amazing to me to even and it, and also it it makes you feel so insignificant as a human being mm-hmm. because we're nothing here anyway right yeah you know and then well, to i feel like in,
0: insignificant when i when i go out at, you know at night to like the deer leaves or something i look up at the milky way yeah you go oh my
3: god well, you, you know, know yeah it's funny because like when i've gone offshore fishing i mean you're nothing yeah, you're nothing out there. Yeah, you right. Know? The biggest ships in the world have gone out there and sank, and like just just like nothing. You know? I know. So yeah, that's yeah, crazy.
2: Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been out offshore when the when the horizon disappears because the sky and the ocean are the same color? No. Oh, I've had that happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's crazy because <laughs> you feel like you're in a bubble. Yeah. Just just a big bubble. It's yeah. just endless. And I've no... actually
0: done that snorkeling yeah. like uh, in Cozumel. You can see about 200 feet. Right. And if you go. 500 feet from shore and go dive down all you see is your own sphere right you know mm. and you have to come up to go where am I at okay yeah yeah that's a weird feeling yeah and that's where the barracudas are yeah. and they they come by and they look at you and they've got this look about them they all kind of look the same way at you they got their eye on you, you yeah you can tell yeah. And uh, you can't tell if they're that big and they're two feet in front of you or they're nine feet long and they're 60 feet in front of you, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Are you good? No, go ahead.
2: <laughs> that's good. So, yeah, um, I'm curious what the future holds for UAPs. Right. And, you know, I'd, I've wanted to get somebody from MUFON on the mm-hmm. show, too. But I'm not sure if MUFON is a legitimate organization anymore because what they're talking about doing in this legislation also is is creating some congressional committees that would oversee the whole thing, and so all that stuff that all that database, I guess that MUFON's built over the years, would get moved, either moved or just disregarded, and then you know the Defense Department of Defense would build their own. Right. Well, they've already got it though, I'm sure, but yeah, they would uh, just
3: add to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure the government already has all that information, way more information than what MUFON probably has. Yeah. Uh, because there's a a lot of just uh you know private people that 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 do that on the side really you know they don't do that full time very very few people probably do and so and then if the government wants to take over i wouldn't trust anything that the government really really released anyway or, or said about it yeah you know i that's one thing i like talking about i you know two eyewitnesses about you know getting their their own views and their yeah. own perspective of what actually happens so i don't think the government would be um uh, forthcoming yeah, you know
2: probably not no. how many shows have you done how many people have you had on you talk know i, about I was counting
3: i think I've done right about 65 66 shows Really? yeah,
2: yeah. so you're about even with us then because we're yeah. about the same
3: yeah and that's that's within yeah. a one year time you know yeah, that's
2: pretty good yeah. it's working hard man yeah it's you know, a, lot a lot of work. people don't realize how much work goes man, into
3: finding it. guests and just you know yeah. sorting out uh what i think is, is legit or just good information you know yeah you know because unfortunately a lot of people have experiences and encounters have been just like Two seconds long, and it's like, yeah. okay, I can't really use that.
2: Yeah, you I've know. never really had a UFO encounter, but I'd like to. Yeah, I just I, think I've always been too close to town, maybe.
3: Yeah, I've actually had yeah. two myself. Uh, me and Max following and I were fishing in Galveston. We are right on the jetties. And uh, he's probably, I don't know, 40, 50 feet down to my right. And he points up at me. He goes, hey, Joe, look up there. And, and he, I look up to my left, and there's this round disc just floating right above us. Mm-hmm. and it's I mean, it's round. It's the typical uh disc if you ever see like online it's got like little uh half ball underneath yeah that's picking up a cow or or a person or whatever right it's that typical kind of disc and uh i mean it was maybe 300 feet above Mm -hmm. us and i tell everyone all the time a a professional baseball player probably could have hit it with a baseball you know wow and this thing was going so so slow i don't know how it stayed in the air and then it was just gliding just so perfectly still no wobble no shake and probably about three miles down is the little airport, and you could hear those little planes coming in. Yeah, this thing they make no sound. Yeah, I know where the airport's at in Galveston. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we got a great look at it, and it took probably about five minutes for it to uh, get out of sight. So we got a good long look at it. Wow, yeah.
2: what time was it when all this? It night? was
3: probably about two, three o'clock in the morning. And, really, uh, the moon was out. It was a clear sky.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, I don't know if it was a full moon, but the moon was bright that night. Yeah and uh yeah so we got a great great look at it make any sound no sound at all really quiet yeah. super quiet
0: i have one encounter like that and uh me and mark greg you remember mark greg oh yeah we it was probably 11 or midnight and we were out uh near um at the attics area on west west houston clay road toward bear creek and it was actually toward town and he was driving and uh i saw this sphere looked like a looked like a flying saucer and uh it was I couldn't tell how far away but it looked like it was really far away like a, maybe a mile away kind of just sitting there and as he's driving along I said hey man do you see that? and he looked over and goes yeah what's that? I said hell I don't know we pulled over and rolled the window down so it wouldn't be a reflection or something we thought well what's shining on this yeah. glass and we're looking at this thing and it would move across the uh the field of vision just incredibly fast and then now you're looking southeast and then there it is maybe a little further or a little closer we watched this thing for about 10 minutes and it just went zoop. it just went away from us until it disappeared it never heard anything and it was uh, sphere shaped and it had uh, like a red line around it and a blue line around it
3: okay
0: years later I was Googling uh, UFOs mm-hmm. and I saw a common thread where that kind of thing was described in several different instances. Right. So, other people have seen something like that. What it is, I don't know. Right. But uh, we were just like, You seeing this? Yeah, I'm seeing this. <laughs> we're going to tell anybody? No, we're never telling anybody about that. Anyone <laughs> believe us anyway? You
3: know, you know and, and and that's funny. I keep hitting this mic, sorry. You good? Um, uh, that's a pretty common uh, color red and blue and you know within the same crowd yeah, He's
0: heard it too. Yeah, yeah.
3: and uh, I've got video that a friend of mine from Canada has sent me And there's these red and blue lights just flying in the sky um, about Man within the last month maybe a month and a half I saw uh, another light and I thought it was a star and I kept mm-hmm. watching it but instead of moving across the sky like that it went like this then it made a right then it came back to the center made another right and the whole time it was just red and blue just red and blue hmm. the whole time wow yeah and that was like a month and a half ago maybe two months <laughs> yeah and about three months ago i was at my friend's house out in willis and uh we were out doing big footing and we came back to his house and it was late at night and uh it was probably around 12 12 30 and i was walking outside getting ready to go home and as soon as i walked out the front door i looked up and i seen these two lights coming like this in the sky and they got close to each other and they stopped and they just made a circle. They made two or three circles and then it took off in opposite directions again. You know? Well. And yeah, that was that was, that was that was pretty weird. You know, I don't <clears throat> know aircraft that can do that. And it was a perfect circle. And then yeah. It just went, took off and it way.
2: makes you wonder, right? you know, what, what are they doing? Because like, you know, Lazar said that the things that they had at Area 51, that he thought those were arche- archaeological digs. Okay. And so they had nine... Nine different craft with, uh, I think, nine propulsion systems, if I'm not mistaken, which were all similar. Right. But he said he thought they were old as an ancient. So if we've been visited for that long, mm-hmm. you know, they obviously mean no harm or they've already done away with us. You know, right. they're obviously way more advanced than we are. because They're farming us. Yeah. yeah, that's a possibility.
3: That's a possibility.
2: And you know, you know whose explanation I dug more than anybody else's? Joe Rogan's, believe it or not. Yep. I know I've already mentioned him once in this thing. I shouldn't What did he to say? It. So here's his deal. He thinks that years and years and years ago, you know, like four years ago. No, <laughs> years and years and years ago, that they came and they maybe um, genetically interfaced an ape to build man. And that they've just been watching our progress ever since and that maybe our God is them. Okay. It, it, I was going to ask
0: you that too. You know, and, uh, wow. How
2: that you, kind of shit blows my how mind. How do you
0: square that kind of thing with uh, religion in general, Christianity and the Bible specifically? Uh, you know, That's pretty well spelled out. We're here by ourselves. We're made in the image of God. So how would anything else be going on?
3: Maybe that's the image that we were made in. These, you know, these are uh, aliens, these t- extra- extraterrestrial beings. Maybe yeah. that's and yeah. the Bible talks about. I forgot where it was at, but it talks about the chariot of fire. You know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: that was real big in the seventies. Right. Yeah. I saw the movie and everything. Yeah. <laughs> the Egyptians with the spacesuits on right, and the whole yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, but it's
2: just, it, it, yeah, you know, it's like Joe Rogan was saying that he thinks that maybe the what they did, the aliens just expedited evolution. Right. They just took the ape and instead of waiting for us to become man they just expedited that evolution They manipulated our dna yeah. Yeah. manipulated yeah. dna and, and and now they're just like we would watch a group of ants you know yeah study them yeah. right
0: and hopefully they don't just say let's kill them <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. that's enough of that, I mean, that did you so- see that guy that was interviewed that, that said he was uh he is abducted ab- abducted by the aliens. Yeah. And visited with them. They didn't hurt him or anything. They checked him out like a doctor would give you a physical and they let him go and they said, Well, my goodness, where are they from? He goes, Well, I, I think they were from uh Saturn. Hm. He saw the the Saturn logo on a lot of stuff. He just <laughs> figured this where they were from. And they said, Well, they they must be really advanced and they're more advanced than we are He goes, Oh yeah, they're they're more advanced than we are. Mm-hmm. How far advanced do you think they are? Said about six weeks. Yeah. Because they had double-edged razors. And it was about six weeks later here that they invented the double-edged razors. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would venture to say a couple million years <laughs> advanced. Yeah, I'm sure. You
1: know?
2: yeah. But then again, it all depends on where they came from. And I can't remember the name of the of the star that uh, Bob Azar referred to. He did he referred to some place like Alpha Century or some right. shit like that. But, um, you know, and it was interesting, the conversation, because he said more than likely they wouldn't have the same um, table of elements like we right. have here on this planet. Right. They have different elements. And so they're able to do different things and maybe their advancement went a lot quicker than ours has just because we have primitive elements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, that's what they had to
3: work with. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, oil to work with. Yeah. Dirt. Yeah. 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 Dirt everything came out of
0: the ground. It works differently. You work it differently and it's made a, you know, more heat resistant or less, less so. more malleable less malleable
3: and and who knows maybe they're fascinated by our fossil fuel they're like what the hell these guys doing yeah you know so
0: yeah or they look at it like y'all still doing that yeah oh my god yeah that's see
2: that'd be crazy Mm -hmm. you know if they've already been there and they have that history i just don't think they do i think i think it's just different for them they're like wow that's weird man in order for them to make something go you know they have to burn this and spit it yeah. out the back. Yeah. It's all you about, know.
0: all about energy and how yeah. you harness it. Right. right. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: And while they've created a some sort of a a gravitational wave that just pushes them wherever they want to go, mm-hmm. a magnet yeah. that never runs out. Interesting. But, yeah. You know, and, and just super fast. I'm sure they laugh. Oh, I'm sure
0: they <laughs> laughing and guffawing at us all the time. If they, what Come if here and look at this. What yeah. if
2: they don't have senses of humor though? What if they look and they just get disgusted? Well, I
0: guarantee if you, they, if they made us, they got a sense of humor.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's weird to think that they possibly made us. Right. Because it doesn't, it, it does, the Bible is no longer valid at that point. You know, then it's just a book. And that, yeah, that's
3: weird. That scares a lot of people. Yeah, to
2: think that, that religion would just be an obsolete thought, you right. know. So, I don't know if that proof will ever come out, but if it does, man, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. And I'll be one of the first guys to look at Joel Olstein and go, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I
0: don't think a lot of people look at Joel Olstein as the representative of religion or Christianity, yeah, at least not anymore.
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. but he's got a pretty good following. He's got a him. great following. Yeah.
3: All, he's worldwide. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And I never thought that he'd end up that way. I remember when his dad kicked it. And he was up there for the first time going, I'm not really sure what to do, but we're going to give it a shot, you know, a couple of years later. The summit. Yeah. yeah. The summit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know.
0: Well, the knock against him is it's all feel-good Christianity. Right. You know? Yeah, I like it. And uh, yeah. you just be a good person and you'll get rich and be nice and say please and thank God you. wants you to be rich. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. give me some of that money while you're at it. Right. You know, that's that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, before you get that Cadillac, your Cadillac's coming, but, you know, I got bills to pay, too.
3: Did y'all hear about
2: the $600,000 yeah, recently? Yeah, the plumber's found?
3: Me. Yeah. I'm going say nothing. I was a plumber.
2: Yeah, I know. What the right. hell, man? Yeah. Did you hear about all that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was and a robbery.
0: He turned it in, and uh, they have traced it back to that robbery. What do you think happened with that robbery? I think the robbery happened. They stashed it, and they were gonna come back and get it, and the guy croaked or something. Something happened. Because that was seven years ago.
2: But why hide it in the bathroom
0: wall, man? Because there's hatches in the bathroom wall for cleanouts and all kind of different stuff. Uh, you know, little accesses to pipes and, and different right. things that only an engineer would know about. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think he was gonna come back and get it, and uh, got hit by a bus on the way home. Well, wow. there it stayed.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that plumber was a dumbass. You know? I'd, I'd have
0: put a, that right in my pocket. I'd have said,
2: Look, I found 86 bucks in the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you Look, want this? You know? I found <laughs> some checks. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. I found some checks. And a, never mind all this
0: untraceable cash. I can't about, come
2: back tomorrow because I'm quitting. Yeah. I'm about calling you. trips rich. back and forth in my truck. <laughs> <That's
1: it. laughs>
2: yeah. 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 You don't want me finding that kind of money. <laughs> they're calling him a hero and all that stuff but you know he's, yeah. I bet he's digging a ditch today going what the hell uh, I think he I I got
0: do? a $20,000 reward out of the husband. oh
2: yeah that, I think he did yeah, yeah that's uh, awesome
0: it, it took a few days of like hey man what about me you know yeah and uh, he finally got a little something
3: yeah, damn that's good
0: so we went from UFOs
2: to Joel Olsen so <laughs> <then. laughs> maybe
3: there's
0: a connection I yeah there
3: you so. go yeah
1: maybe
3: one of the, repti- uh, the reptilians <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right
2: who knows who knows? So what about, and I know you're really into the whole Bigfoot thing, mm-hmm. and you had sent me a picture of a print that you got in Sam Houston National Forest? Yeah, right. Is that where that was? Yeah. yeah. That's
3: crazy. Yeah, it, it, it was in the creek bed um, off trail, yeah. you know, a couple miles deep. And that's one of the places I, I like to look is uh, anywhere near water, you know, because mm-hmm. every animal needs water. So Right. Um, so that track I sent you was actually uh, an 8-inch track yeah um, but i've actually found a three inch track um in 2016 2017 yeah yeah I, I found a three inch track and it was way off trail too and it was a it was a little rectangle looking foot you know yeah you know it didn't look like a human you're talking about
0: a three inch foot
3: yeah yeah in in the soft mud a baby bigfoot yeah yeah, yeah. there's got to be a breeding population you know?
0: Well, I guess so. Yeah, they yeah. came from somewhere, and they're making more of them. I reckon. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, people have seen, you know, babies, little ones, you know.
0: Uh, well, look at this uh, as a scale form. Bigfoots, I've always heard, never met one. Right. About seven feet tall.
3: Yeah, probably right about average, seven feet tall. But- so
0: a baby Bigfoot with a three-inch foot, that would make him two feet tall. Yeah. That baby Bigfoot was uh, only nine months old, barely learning how to walk.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably learn a lot faster than human does.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
3: they have to. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, but but um, they don't always walk on two feet. They're uh, probably four feet. Probably is their is their preferred method right. of uh, locomotion. Well, I got so a kind pro-
0: of
2: like that whole eight track, right.
0: right? Yeah, right. I got yeah. a, I got a problem with that, and I'm sure you don't have a problem that I have a problem with that no. because you know that's what we're here for. Right. Of all the hunters and outdoorsmen, kayakers down the rivers in the middle of damn nowhere, why is there not any better photograph of Bigfoot except for that granny picture from Washington State?
3: Well, for the most part, people don't walk around with a camera in their hand ready to snap. A yeah, picture. but
0: there's game pictures <laughs> right. stashed out all over the place, yeah. and you're catching all kind of everything except a Bigfoot.
3: The popular opinion is that they know that these cameras are out there. You know. Uh, i've seen hundreds of uh different photos of different animals going up to the camera they know the camera's there you know raccoons deer coyotes they'll go sniff the camera they know the camera's there i've
0: seen plenty of deer and and raccoons that did not know the camera was there until uh the infrared goes off. and that's another thing uh
3: you know we're pretty sure that they can see the infrared light so they'll probably stay away from it yeah uh people have gone out and uh Use that as a way to keep them at bay. The infrared light, that's a pretty popular way to keep them at bay because there are aggressive encounters, you know. Really? Oh, yeah. Tell me about some of those. Um, Everything from the rock throwing to actually bluff charges. Uh, Yeah. uh, So, my friend that I was out there Mm -hmm. um, in Willis when I saw the lights, he was in in a paranormal group and they were out there doing some paranormal. Uh, research and this guy rolls up on them. It's like, what are you guys doing out here, out in the middle of freaking nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, you guys are looking for Bigfoot." <laughs> he goes, "I'll take you to him." And he took them to this spot. Huh? And as soon as they got off the car, they were surrounded. They were getting howls and screams and stuff thrown at them. Um, and even at that time, uh, Walter was like, "You know, I, got, I still got to go see what's going on." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they were surrounded. And uh, he walked down to the creek and he saw that that the one he saw was nine and a half foot tall and because we measured where he saw, where he saw the top of the head at when we mm-hmm. went back later on and uh he said he was just peeking out over the over the tree at him and he said that the guy that took him was like just standing out there like nothing he said man they were getting screamed and how they were making like uh cow noises at him and stuff you know and wow yeah
0: what and, were they wearing i mean tell me about how they dressed and
3: oh they were just wearing regular clothes at that time and uh So it wasn't until later on, you know, that he starts – Don Walter, when he goes out to that location, he wears his his, his – I
0: mean, what were the Big Feet wearing?
3: Oh, just nothing, just their hair. Yeah. Yeah. And this was last November, in yeah, last November, a year ago. So you
2: think they're typical as what you know we've we've all seen—just big, hairy, ape-like
3: body, over-muscular? yeah,
2: and they're over muscular, yeah. And well, little, well, they're different types, too. yeah, yeah. And, and a little bit different skeletal composition than a human has, yeah, yeah, you know, longer arms, yeah, and different shit proportions, like that. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Did people think that that is, uh, for lack of a better word, like a missing link? Like a Neanderthal cousin or, or something. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's probably the most popular. But uh,
0: smart enough to know.
3: Yeah, they're primates, to, so they're yeah. gonna be smarter than, than most uh, animals out in the woods. You know. Yeah,
0: they've done a hell of a job staying hidden.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah my question I
2: posed last time was, you know, how come there's never been any remains? found because you'd think that you'd
3: find skeletal structures or something like that i guess
0: the explanation on that would be they do something with them whether it's bury them or burn them or or something Uh,
3: yeah the popular opinion is that that they do bury them Mm -hmm. you know that that's what they think that they do some primates do bury their dead you know know, some you know canines bury their dead too so Hmm. um, but then again like i think we talked about last time uh, i was out in magnolia and this deer got hit and three days later, it was just skin and bones, literally skin and bones, just from the vultures alone. Yeah. You know, and that was on the side of the road. So in a right. forest, uh, you know, there's a lot Yeah, right, everybody's hungry. Yeah, everybody's yeah. hungry. All the way down yeah. to the, the
0: little tiny bugs. Yeah, yeah. the bacteria,
3: yeah, sure. e- everything, you know, uh, remains mm-hmm. get scattered all over the place, you know, so. And who knows, maybe people have seen bones and just, oh, that's just from a coyote, that's from yeah. a hog or whatever.
2: So have you ever seen one?
3: Not full on, I don't think. Um, yeah. I was out one day with my uh, sister and my brother in law, and then with this other person I was seeing at the time. And we're walking, and she's up ahead, maybe 25, 30 feet in front of me. She's like, hey, come here, come here. So I walk up to her, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And she goes, hey, look over by that tree. She said, I, was, I saw something peeking out. And she was like a non believer. Mm-hmm. She goes, I saw something peeking out, and it got back behind the tree. So I'm starting looking, and I seen this orange flash of fur just go from one tree to another tree. And I said, yeah, I, said, I just saw it right there. She goes, no, 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 over here. So she points to the other tree. So me and my brother-in-law went over there and looked around. We didn't see anything. And when we came back, she's like, no. She goes, whatever was out there was way bigger than you and Patrick. Because I couldn't even see you because the brush was so tall. You know, and I'm 5'8". Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I asked her, I said, so what did it look like? She said that she heard a snap, like a branch snap, and she started mm-hmm. panning from left to right. And when she got to that tree, she said it ducked back behind that tree. And... Um, she said it was it was gray, and it looked like really, really hairy gray, like, you know, long hair. And so, I didn't tell anyone this story for a long time, but people that were going out in that area were seeing a big gray one. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that there was a big gray one in that area. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know what I saw personally as far as the orange yeah. flash of fur. For-
2: I wonder if there's different breeds.
3: There's there's at least four different types. Yeah. And But there's probably more. But... Uh, the one uh, is like Patty, which is the Patterson-Gitlin film, though. it's from 1967. Mm-hmm. Then there's one that looks more like a, a canine. And, then there's one that looks more like a, ne- a Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that actually looks more like a big gorilla, basically. Yeah. More gorilla features.
0: Probably every continent has their own legend of Bigfoot, whether it's a Yeti or a, what's another Genosqua, name? The, the Sasquatch, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, and as far as the I Yowie know, Yowie
3: in Australia. Yeah. Oh, really? Right.
0: Yeah. I didn't know they had something like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I've been lucky enough to talk to people, you know, from all over the all over the world, really, and, yeah. and get encounters. And I really like people who like say, "Look, I never believed in this thing until I saw it for myself." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and hunters, and it's funny, hunters. I've known hunters that say, "I'll never go back in the woods again." You know, just scared <laughs> yeah. the shit yeah, out yeah, of. I yeah, knowing that's out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've known people who are like uh, a police officer, um, just from what he heard, or or and didn't even see anything, but he heard. He was like, um, he's like, I sold all my stuff. He says I, I won't go back in the woods again because whatever was out there scared him so bad. And He wow. went out there with his. Uh, uh, he has a canine. You know, he's a canine o- o- mm-hmm. officer. I won't say what what uh, department he's with, but. Because he didn't want me saying that because mm-hmm. he said, like, Man, they'll take away my dog if I tell him this story. Right. And, uh, but he also has a pit bull that's mean as hell. And mm-hmm. he says, This, he has to keep him on a leash. He, uh, where's it's a sheep. He says, She'll go after squirrel, hog, deer, whatever she's eating people, other dogs. Yeah. He says, So I keep her on a leash and she's mean as hell. He says, One day he's walking out there and she crawls up between his legs and she's like scared. And he's like, What the hell's going on with this dog? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Uh, he says all of a sudden he just got scared and he hears these footsteps and he's like he's just listening and listening and he gets his dog up and he's walking and he hears the footsteps again he stops the footsteps stop he takes one step and he hears one footstep he says he goes Joey I got scared he's being stalked yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he said I took my gun out and I'm aiming it and even before that he threw a rock in that direction he said Joe if it had been any other animal they would have taken off running you know yeah and then uh, so after he told me that story, and because uh, um, the way we started was he was telling he would let his daughter run out in the woods and mm-hmm. he would let his, his his canine go find her, and I told him to be careful. And I said I don't know how you feel about this, but you know there are Bigfoot out there. And he told me, well, you know what? Since you told me the truth, I'm going to tell you the truth too. Because I ran out there like a scared little bitch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 But, you know.
2: Yeah, you never know.
3: Yeah, and like I said, I, I've talked to a, a hunter about two years ago out in the San the forest, and he told me I'll never go out there again. He said I didn't, I never believed in these things.
2: Man, I've he, camped out there too. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah,
3: I want to make yeah. friends with one. I'm sure there there are probably some that are friendly. People do have friendly encounters, you know. Uh, you know, the native tribes say that they have were uh, exchanging with them or whatever. People,
0: yeah, if you brought a, a box of Pop Tarts to a group of these things, they'd follow you home.
3: Yeah they don't have toasters man but you know there's also that um if you feed them and you stop feeding them just like a bear yeah you know they they get pissed off they want food oh yeah they really eat you yeah yeah yeah. they associate you with food do they know
0: if they're herbivores or carnivores
3: they're probably both uh i've talked to people who've seen them kill deer see if you find some remains you can tell by the
2: teeth what does their sexual preference have to do with it man (laughs) <laughs> we're talking the salads or hamburgers
0: here dude yeah. say them or they you know? <laughs> right he's <laughs> a yeti X. there you go non-binary primate oh my
3: god <laughs> yeah man I talked to a guy um, he actually lives out near Canyon Lake now but when he was a, a, a kid um, he lived up near Possum Kingdom and um, he was that, he, that
2: sounds like a nice place yeah it awesome is yeah. Kingdom. it actually really wow. is a nice
3: place if you ever get a chance to go there go yeah. there they have a really big fourth of july celebration you can look it on the on youtube but um he was like 13 or 14 years old and he asked his mom one night if he can go fishing it was late at night she's like yeah go ahead you know a few hundred yards behind the house yeah and uh, they had the, like those stadium lights and he said all of a sudden these deer just come bolting out of the forest and running through the water instead of going around the little cove they mm-hmm. ran right through the water he says, here comes this one out on four legs. Well, not on four legs, but on all fours. He grabs this deer from the hind legs, and he says he snaps his legs, his hind legs. and The, um, the deer's trying to get away, you know, on his two feet. Mm-hmm. But he can't get any traction. And then the, the a bigger one comes out and kind of like starts to like to corral him. Mm-hmm. And he says he stood up, and when he stood up, then they saw him stand up. So they stopped, they looked at him, went and picked up the one that uh, was on the ground and broke his neck, and just walked off with it.
0: mm so they're eating this raw or you'd see little campfires out everywhere right, right. you know
3: yeah um yeah people have seen them kill hogs there was a hunter here in uh, east texas he said that he was up in his his tree stand and he saw the hogs and i don't think i don't think he was hog hunting he may have been looking for deer that day i don't know if, I, saw, I don't think that's why he took a shot
0: yeah it happens when you're deer hunting a, bump, right. a grip of hogs walk right.
3: by but he saw something moving and he said he looked and was running it was on all fours and jumped out he said it was a pretty big leap i can't remember how far he said it it jumped but it was a very far leap and smacked the uh, hog up against the tree and then put the uh, hog over his shoulder and he's he's walking off he turns around he looks at the guy in the tree stand so he knew the guy was there Mm. yeah
0: Yeah, what are you gonna do about it (laughs) wow
3: yeah well after he hit the the hog against the tree he actually jumped and he said he pounded on with two fists and you know, killed him like that. Just beat him it. to death. Yeah. And yeah. break him in half yeah. and do whatever he's got to right. do.
0: Tough. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But there have been people who have been attacked like that, too. One guy, he, he suffered broken ribs, and, you know, uh, he said a big gorilla jumped him in the woods, you know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, about two, three years ago, uh, a friend of mine who's in law enforcement, he's really high up, up there. He called me and told me that um, a guy that lived out there in New Mexico, right along the Texas-New Mexico border, uh, caught him and told him that uh, but a small Bigfoot would come to to his garden in his backyard and eat his stuff. So he was waiting out there one day. and He was watering it and he sprayed him with the water hose. Mm-hmm. Right now he lives out there alone by himself out in the country, middle of nowhere. He wakes up in the middle of the night. Here's this. He has this stench in his room. He wakes up and there's a big one standing at the foot of his bed.
0: He went and got his dad. <laughs> yeah, and this
3: was like six months later. Mm. You know, which primates hold a grudge. Yeah, know? and. He came back he came in his house, and he he beat the hell out of him, and he was in the hospital for a long time, and it actually uh bit off one of his fingers or two of his fingers yeah
0: mm. uh, yeah. yeah, I want to see that police report
3: yeah uh, there there's not one they told him a bear attacked him, <laughs> yeah, and that's, now, if a bear and, would have
0: attacked
2: him, there wouldn't have been nothing left yeah. once a bear starts they don't they don't stop yeah, yeah. And, I know that' and to be a fact
3: that's a common thread too yeah. it, it's a bear attack, and you I've talked to people yeah. who have like had encounters and when they make their police report the police don't know what you saw was a bear
2: very seldom you get away from a bear yeah bear i mean once they start that's it right? yeah you know especially if they get a taste of you right
3: yeah yeah that's yeah, for so, sure yeah that's a pretty common thing you know yeah. that's not what happened that's not what you saw you saw a bear yeah you saw a bear
2: well yeah they're always going to blow it off yeah running on something. two
3: feet right yeah huh. yeah
2: huh. i but. guess yogi bear ran around on two feet didn't he
0: most of the time. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: But he wasn't really a bear.
0: He had a hat too. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all he wore. Well he had a tie. A tie and a hat. <laughs> so he did have a tie. Probably belonged to the guy he killed yeah. before. He had a collar too, didn't
2: he? He had a collar he may and have, have a had a collar. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a collar and a tie. A collar yeah. but no shirt. The I'm gonna no Google
0: the, the
3: old Chippendale yeah. uh, Yogi Bear. Chippendale yeah. <laughs> yogi bear.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. So, what's the most compelling guest that you've had on? Uh, can you remember anybody off the top of your head that you think, "Damn!" And that was just the best show was compelling evidence.
3: Um, well, the, the guy I was talking to in, in Canyon Lake, uh, he won't do any more interviews, but he was on my friend Will's show, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's actually ran into him three different times, uh, twice here in Texas and one in Colorado, uh, and uh, like I said, he was a non-believer. You know, yeah. And, until that happened when he was a kid, and when he was in Colorado, uh, he was hunting and he was going up. Uh, he actually shot a black bear the, the day before, and when he went back to camp to get his four wheel, he came back. The bear was the bear was gone. Now mm-hmm. he uh, not only did he shoot and kill him, to, you know, and dropped him right there, but he actually came and put another bullet in him just to yeah. make sure. He took pictures of it, came back um, with, with his buddies to help him load the bear up, and the bear was gone. Yeah. You know, they saw impressions on the ground that looked like Black like prints, but they couldn't really tell anything out. So wow. the next day he was going out. And he said when when that happened, that was what happened when he was a kid and kind of came back into his mind. So he's walking up this hill the next day. He drives even further out. And uh, he hears something coming up over the hill. He says, here he comes, the other big uh, Squatch. And he sees him. The Squatch sees uh, my friend. I'm, uh, I'll call him uh, Larry. Okay. So uh, the Squatch sees Larry. And he just looks at him. He's swaying side to side, which is a very common thing that they do, too. He sways side to side. And he's looking at Larry. And he's tilting his head mm-hmm. just, like, just like that, like trying to figure out what Larry is. Because Larry was all in camel. He also, he also had the mask. Okay. And uh, he kind of thinks that's kind of what saved him, too, is that he couldn't figure out Larry. He couldn't see his face, couldn't see his eyes. Mm-hmm. So he had no idea what was going on. And he was swaying back and forth and just looking at him. Just, and then he says he turns around. And when he turns around, he goes, woo And he just walks off. Wow. Yeah. And Larry actually peed himself. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. He actually peed, peed himself. And you hear that too. People will tell you. I pissed myself. Literally pissed myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um,
2: it's crazy that they're vocal too. You know, because yeah. I, I was curious as to where they were. Yeah. I know that most primates are, are vocal. Right. You know, but they prefer to stay silent, I guess. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder see. if it was a migration too. Because, you know, when I was yeah. a kid... All the stories were in the northwest right. of Bigfoot, right. Canada, Washington. Yeah, and Washington, all those places. And I wonder if there's been some migration for one reason or another, and they've ended up down here.
3: Right. Well, no, there is thought that they do migrate. Yeah, you know, yeah that they do migrate. Uh, maybe Too the cold ones, up in Canada. Say, yeah. Fuck this, well, go. You know, the ones down here in the south, you kind of get reports all year round. You know, yeah. it doesn't get that cold. But, uh, you know, they definitely see them up there in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I've done a little research, and it turns out, you're right, Yogi Bear has a, a collar as well as <laughs> a, 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 hat a hat and a tie, tie. so all, everybody that was kind of wondering with me, yeah. yeah
1: okay, Old, old
3: Chippendale yeah. over there. <laughs>
2: but, uh, well, thanks for that
3: research, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome. That's, thank you. We're here, here to bring the, them on the show, man. bring the hard facts to <laughs> yeah. <or for> our <laughs> viewers.
2: Sure. Right. That's right. So how's your show going? Everything going alright?
3: Yeah, man, it's going great. And yeah. You're liking it? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Getting a lot of good guests, and like I said, not, not just within the Bigfoot world, but the paranormal world, the UFO world. I got a, had a guy on there talked about remote viewing.
2: Um, now, what's remote viewing?
3: Uh, basically, where you can see another part of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's not okay. No c- yeah,
2: the CIA had a remote viewing right. program for right. a while. Yeah. yeah, I forgot what they call yeah. it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: I can't remember what they call slapstick it. or something. Yeah. I think
2: the operation slapstick or some right. shit like yeah. that. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. And
3: uh, a, a gentleman by the name of, of uh, Ingo Swan. he was actually like the best ever, mm-hmm. you know, and he actually said he saw bases on the other side of the moon. Yeah. 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 And it's a, yeah, so that was a pretty interesting show. You know? Yeah. And there's
2: been some documented crimes that have been solved with remote viewing mm-hmm. as weird as that seems, hmm. but I guess it's possible. Right. You yeah. know, and so, and so, you had a guest on that was, and he could do that, or? right? Right, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, he's uh, he claimed he could do it. You know, whether yeah. or not he could be doing and uh, actually prove it or not. I guess a whole but different ball game. But yeah. you know, I, I think you know the CIA has it on their website. You know, if you go through all the right yeah. files, you'll find it.
2: And I wonder if it's something you have to go into a trance to do.
3: Yeah, it, it's a lot of meditation yeah. involved, and he claims anyone can do it with enough really? you know, with enough meditation, enough training, enough patience, yeah. that anyone can do it. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, we had a paranormal group on this channel actually that uh, had a medium,
3: mm.
2: and uh, she had come in and and they did a paranormal investigation actually in this in this room, mm-hmm. and because uh, I had some experiences going on in here, mm-hmm. and uh, she went into a trance and I sat right here and watched, right. and I, that was a weird weird deal, because uh, it wasn't anything like I expect it to be, right. you know but uh yeah she went to a trance and started talking to the so, spirit <clears throat> and got infor- and got information that that no one would know how to get right. you know what I mean right. yeah, yeah stuff specific to the That's room it. stuff specific to some of my instruments I mean just I was like "Damn, I never told her that right. I never told anybody that so yeah. how you know but yeah. yeah and so I thought that was an unusual experience I kind of run it off to be lucky but it couldn't have been spring paranormal yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: so i'll tell you a, a, a very weird story and it actually has a, a tie into to tonight a friend of mine called me because i was gonna actually going to mention her uh that she had talked to me at one time so it was funny that she actually called me on the way up here mm-hmm. and it's funny i hadn't talked to her in months probably eight nine ten months you know okay and um uh, two years ago uh i had an incident that happened and uh she called me right away. She's like, hey, Joe, are you, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, she told me she had these abilities, you know? And she's like, mm-hmm. did this happen over the weekend? I'm like, yeah, you know, it happened. And she, she went into detail about it. The next day, a friend of mine was like one of my best friends, uh, Jeremiah, not not your Jeremiah, another mm-hmm. friend named Jeremiah, um, him and Stacy. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah called me up and was like, "He did, at the time he was in South Carolina, he's in New York now. At the time he was in South Carolina, he goes, hey, uh, Stacy's really worried about you i'm like oh yeah and he said yeah she's really worried about you she's sick in bed actually he says we don't tell anybody this stuff but she's a psychic you know he says and she she wants to talk to you i'm like okay i'll talk to her so man i talked to her on the phone and she told me the same thing that my other friend mary told me mm-hmm. i mean everything that happened that weekend and um i was like yeah <laughs> you know it was just crazy you know i mean one and mary lives in san antonio and then yeah. Stacy lives in South Carolina yeah. and I don't tell anybody I, I'm really, really personal. Mm-hmm. If you look at my Facebook, there's not a lot of personal stuff that goes. kind of gets
0: there. to a point where you're going, this can't be a coincidence. Right? right.
3: Right. And I mean, and they both nailed it. And like I said, it was just funny, you know, that Mary called me on the way up here. You know, mm-hmm. I hadn't talked to her in months. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that meant anything, but when she called me, I saw her on the caller ID and I was, I was, I was driving here, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, Holy cow, man, she's calling me.
2: Well, yeah. have you ever had any prophetic dreams?
3: I don't know. I don't know. You never had a dream
2: that came true?
3: I don't, nothing really big, you know, like anything major, you know, maybe, yeah, I dreamt that I was, you know, going to a wedding or going to a party and a few days later, you know, I wanted to go to this wedding or a party. So nothing really, really, you know, that I would call prophetic, you know, prophetic, you know. When I was
2: young, I had several dreams
3: that actually came true.
2: Okay. And I was like, wow, that was, that was just too unusual, Mm -hmm. you know. They didn't turn out to where they didn't really mean anything. And right. at least at the, you know, right. looking at it directly, it didn't mean anything. Right. But for some reason, I was able to peer into the future mm-hmm. and see something that came to fruition. Right. I thought that was weird. Right. And I thought that maybe that would continue and it didn't as I got older. Right. So the older I got, the farther away I think I got from that. Right. You know. Yeah.
3: In, in in my defense, I I rarely dream anywhere. Or at least remember my dreams if I do, yeah. you know. So uh, since my dad passed away in twenty twelve, I only had three dreams about him, but they were all so real. They yeah, were so real.
2: Yeah, the dreams about loved ones were always yeah. really yeah.
3: yeah. So I don't know if those meant anything or not, but
2: visitation. Yeah, They're yeah. coming back I, to I, see I think it. so. I I, I yeah. do
3: think so. I think my dad was around for a couple of years when I was going through a, lot of, a, a hard time, you know.
2: Probably so. You know. Yeah.
3: I yeah. actually lived outside of San Antonio. Uh, from 2018 to 2020. And um, while I was there, I just felt that like my dad was around. And one day I was upstairs and uh, I was throwing down some clothes to my daughter because she was, she was washing clothes. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, wash this. Yeah. You know, throw this in the washing machine for me. And there was a light switch, you know, right against the wall. And I heard it flick on and I heard the light come on. It well, wasn't, mm-hmm. I saw the light come on. I was just like, what the hell is that? You know, and I just kind of thought, man, that's, that's probably my dad, you know? So fast forward a couple of years later, I'm back in Houston and I'm at my mom's house and I'm, I'm telling her about this. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, this happened to me, you know, the light switch came on. And as soon as I'm talking about that, boom, the light switch comes on in the kitchen and we both heard it and saw the light come wow. on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that was yeah, my dad.
2: That would freak me out a little yeah. bit. And like, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and if it was my folks, I'd still
3: probably get freaked out. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: And, uh. uh, um, when I was married, the house that I lived in, you know, that was a crazy house. You know, we had, uh, footsteps we saw figures you know yeah. I, got, I got jabbed in the ribs one time when I was getting ready for work you know yeah. my, you know my daughter got poked in the ribs one time too um, my youngest one got tapped on the shoulder my son uh, he had just graduated high school so he mm-hmm. he was getting ready to go to the Marines so he was just sitting on the couch watching TV and uh, he called me at work he said hey dad something weird just happened I'm like what happened he said I saw this figure out of the corner of my eye and I looked he was it was a smoky gray figure and I could tell it was a, it was a person. He goes, and it reached out with its hand, with its fingertip. And it just barely touched on my arm. He said, when it touched my arm, it disappeared but all the hair on his arm. And it just stood mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I had some encounters like that in an right. apartment I lived in with my first wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was actually attached to her somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was in the apartment to start out with. But, yeah, you know, we just kept having some weird things happen. I'd wake up and hear noises in the living room and I'd go out and we had a rocking chair and the rocking chair would be rocking or, um, like a glass that was, that we left out on the table would be turned over mm-hmm. upside down and just all this odd crap, right, you right. know? So went and told her mom about it and she said to open up the Bible to the 23rd Psalm and leave it in the, in the living room overnight and uh, I that's supposed to ward the thing off somehow and, uh, we went to sleep that night. I remember we went to bed about 10. It was early. I had to go to work or something the next day. About 10.30, you know when you're kind of asleep, but you're still awake, mm. but you're in, in like, uh, what do they call it? Alpha. Right. You know, when your brain's in alpha and you're not really here, but you are. All of a sudden I heard, bam. And uh, we looked at each other and she goes, go check it out. So I went out in the living room and the the Bible was closed. Hmm. Like something slammed it shut. Right and uh yeah we kept having experiences in there until finally there was actually an altercation so I, the thing was in our closet and it was rattling the the clothes hangers that were in there and it literally pissed me off i was like man i can't live like this anymore right. so i went into the closet you know and just my pjs and turned the light off shut the door went in there fist up said all right let's go right. you know and that was the end of it right. as soon as i Said I'll challenge you. One of us is leaving.
0: You he know? didn't get what it what it wanted from you. He wanted to scare you. So this guy's not scared. Yeah. He yeah. wants to kick my ghost ass. <laughs> get out of here. I was
2: really pissed, and I you know used a lot more <coughs> expletive language right. than I'm using now. But yeah, I was pretty much really mad, and and I challenged it. And after that, we didn't have any more problems. Right. But we moved right after that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So...
3: Well that house that I that I was living in it still has activity to this day, you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my son actually yeah. uh, had the door rattle like someone was trying to get into his bedroom door while he was there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well those uh spring paranormal people we talked to, said that a lot of these uh uh ghosts or whatever you want to call them spirits will attach they're attached to a certain piece of ground or maybe there was a house there before that house or an item um, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know and they just they can't leave or they don't want to leave for some reason they're just
3: in that area you know All right and that that house it only belonged to one previous owner you know and they died in like they were like 96 97 when he passed away and that was their house they bought it right after world war Two, you know yeah they died in the house uh they went they both went to hospice yeah okay but, uh, what was funny was uh i actually called my cousin had to do some remodeling to the restroom into the hallway and uh he, when he came in he looked at everything he's like okay we were standing in the kitchen and he's like okay this is what we're gonna do tomorrow we're gonna start the demo and he mm-hmm. starts explaining everything and while he's talking he looks down at his arm and he he actually looks down at his arm like that and he looks at my cousin who's standing like six seven feet away from him and he, he kind of looks at him comes back he's talking to us again and he grabs he looks at him on his arm again he's like dude what are you doing to my arm and my cousin's like i'm standing way over here i'm not i'm not touching you so my other cousin, Manuel, that's his name, Manuel, he actually stands in the corner of the kitchen so he can see everyone in the room. And it's funny, me and my family, we're, we're looking at each other. We're like, okay, something's going on here, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And he's talking to us again, he looks out his arm, and he walks across the kitchen to me. He says, come here, man, give me your arm. So I held out my arm. He grabs my arm and, he like, squeezes it super tight. Mm-hmm. He says, this is what it feels like. It feels like someone's grabbing my arm. So we told him, well, this is what goes on in the house. We told him all, all our experiences. Mm-hmm. The next day, the next morning, he comes in there. He said, like, hey, come here. I'm like what's up he sticks out his arm and he's got these four fingerprint bruises mm. on his arm wow yeah and wow. I mean you could, you could see them there were bruises yeah he's like dude somebody was grabbing me on the arm I said well I've heard that too when you start doing remodeling they don't like that yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think yeah. that whoever was there don't
0: move that wall yeah don't, that's my the, favorite wall yeah
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah that was
0: that was pretty crazy mm.
3: yeah it causes interference somehow yeah you know but it's still want change probably you know That's their house. Yeah, I'm
2: just not so sure if they're on the same plane. Yeah. You know, I think that it's, that maybe they can see some of the things that we see, but they're just on a different plane. And so they exist at the same time, just on a different parallel or whatever.
3: Yeah, They're just beyond the veil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is even more scary, you know. Uh, you know, I always go back to motive and capability. What's their motive and what's their capability? you know if their motive is just to scare me then whatever that's not a big deal but if their capability is possibly being able to murder me then mm-hmm. yeah i'm not happy about that pushing
0: you out a window or yeah. something
2: yeah so you know i had a guy i used to talk on the radio um kilo charlie five delta whiskey india anyway yeah i talked mm-hmm. on the radio for a long time had a buddy that uh he was a nuclear physicist and he was actually one of the guys that that helped to bring about a lot of our weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, smart, smart dude called himself max and his name actually was John Campbell. And, uh, unfortunately he died from a stroke years ago, but, um, he had a theory about suicide. And he said that he thought that it was possible that spirits or whatever you want to call them can force you to kill yourself. Right. You know, right. and, you an example i you know my sister-in-law um who we miss terribly you know she was all fine everything was good in her life and all that she gets up in the middle of the night goes into the bathroom and i think from what i heard she took the cord off a set of mini blinds and somehow managed to hang herself in the bathroom of her own house and her husband found her when he woke up the next morning my brother my older brother Hmm. and uh I mean nothing. No, 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 no. You know, no validation to it. Right. No reason why everything seemed to be going well for her. So, why would somebody? You know, and you hear stories like that, right? You know, no, of people yeah. who just out of nowhere kill themselves. You know, shoot themselves, whatever. And I wonder if it's possible if a spirit could say, you know, I'm I'm sick of your shit. I think I'm done with you. Right?
3: No, you it, know, it, it's it's a good possibility, and I think it actually does exist. Uh, I talked to a woman outside of Austin. Um, her husband committed suicide and, but like within the, the previous two or three months prior, mm-hmm. he kept telling her he was seeing this demon that he that there was a demon in the house and he mm-hmm. was seeing it, but they were kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're depressed or whatever, yeah. you know, he was like, no, I, there's a demon in this house. Well, you know, he winds up killing himself, you know, two or three months later, shortly after the funeral, she says, I'm, I'm laying on the couch and she's depressed at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, she has, uh, three kids. And she's like, you know, her kids were still little at the time. What am I going to do and stuff like that? She falls asleep on the couch. She she wakes up. She hears some noise. And she goes, Joe, there was that damn demon in the house. She goes, I saw him, you know? Well, Yeah. She goes, I saw him. And she goes, I immediately, we moved out. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. What else can you do? Try to split and get away from it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And she never had any issues after that. But she goes, I think either it was attached to that house or whatever. Yeah. For whatever reason, they started to come around and messing with her husband and, you know, she goes, oh, I know my husband didn't just commit suicide just because, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. John Campbell also had another theory he called it the experience of everything, which I thought was cool. Okay. And he said, so in his theory, you have to experience everything before you can move away from this realm. Right. So you live as as a short guy and you die Then you come back as a tall guy. You got to be, you know, a guy that murders people. You got to be a guy that gets murdered. You got to be retarded. You got to be a musician. You got to be rich. You got to be poor. You got to be famous. You got to be fat. You got to be skinny. You have to live all experiences Mm -hmm. before you can leave this realm. And if you think about that, and if you believe in reincarnation at all, you know, wow, I don't want to do that shit. Mm
1: -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm.
2: And I mean, I wonder how many I've already done if that's right. a possibility but right. right
3: sucks you know what's you know what's funny is that yeah. I, I've, I've never heard that particular theory but i've heard people who have had past life regressions mm-hmm. and they've always lived like a i don't want to say always but a lot of them have lived different lifestyles yeah you know? some were you know high like royalty, some were peasants yeah you know some were slaves you know some were uh, yeah uh, yeah so that, that, that is interesting but i've also talked to people who've uh who will tell you they lived in different star systems on different planets? Yeah, see, you know? that's yeah crazy. There's a there's a real popular one right now, of a little boy who was uh, claimed he was from Mars. Mm-hmm. He was a young kid. I mean, he was like seven, eight years old, talking about Mars, talking about uh, stuff that most eight year olds just would not know. Everything from technology to what happened millions of years ago, you know, and yeah, it, it was it was just very yeah. very strange, you know and his, his mom actually moved them out because, you know, people were like, your, your, your kid's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think the kid was crazy. The kid probably had a different life yeah. at one time. But, yeah.
2: I think I may have had one. And the reason why, when I was a kid, I remember I had vivid, and I still have the memories today, but they're not as, as vivid as they were when I was a child. Mm-hmm. But memories of living in a high-rise building, but not something you'd think, wow, that's got to be luxurious. This was more poor, you know, back in... It seemed like maybe the 50s or 60s or something, yeah. maybe the 50s before I was born, but a high rise building and I worked, um, I drove a bread truck, okay. you know, and my memory is driving this bread t- truck down, you, mer- you remember where the old SPCA used to be, right near the heights?
3: Yeah, 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 I know exactly where it is. Yeah,
2: you know those big silos right? right there? yeah. Well, I was driving down that road and a nuclear bomb goes off, hmm. and and I don't remember anything after that. I guess that was the end of it. Right. But I remember asking my parents, did we live in a high rise? At one time, I was like, no, you know, so, well, did I used to drive a bread truck? She's like, no, you're a little kid. You can't drive yeah. anything. You know. she just told me I was stupid and thumped me on the head. And that was the end of that, yeah. you know, but I remember I used to sit and think about that a lot. Yeah. I used to think about, man, I know I drove a bread truck. I could remember how it feels, how it sounds. You know, the whole deal. Right. Yeah. you know. And I remember living in that high-rise. Mm-hmm. So how how do you explain some shit yeah. like that? Yeah. Maybe I'm insane. Right. You know? I don't know.
3: There was another case. I don't remember if it, it was Iran or if it was Iraq, but a little boy, uh, he lived in a small village, and he told people that... Uh, that but he used to be this other little boy that was killed in a couple of years over. Yeah. yeah, I read that story yeah. actually. And, that, yeah, I mean, long he named ago. the guy, he named oh, yeah. the location, yeah. you know, and they went and they found that guy and he wound up confessing to killing the little boy. They even took him to the remains right where the little boy said it was at. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and, you know, yeah pictures and all that stuff. Yeah. That's just crazy. So That I, is crazy. So I believe in it, you know. Yeah. I really do. I've heard enough stories, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, people who uh, are, a lot of them seem to have um, I guess unresolved issues and when they go through these regressions it's like this is why you have these issues you know and and, and, uh, it'll make sense for
0: them. Well as you know my dad was a uh, uh, hypnotherapist for Mm -hmm. decades well respected in the Houston area and um, you know he helped people get to a point where they could concentrate and focus whether it was losing weight, not smoke better grades you know and also, that's all on your subconscious as long as you can unleash it. But they got off a little bit in the uh, age regression, and he did a few experiments. And, man, I wish he would have continued with that mm-hmm. and wrote case histories and books on that kind of thing because uh, there's a whole lot to that. Mm-hmm. Somebody with issues um, <clears throat> that are deep-seated that they're not really consciously aware of, you can take them back. All the way back, you know when you put them in under a hypnotic state you're 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 still conscious and aware, but you um you can remember things that you don't normally consciously remember and go back and you can ease them back mm-hmm. to ten years old, nine years old, where you lived, and you can bring them on back and it's not a thing you do in a hurry right, but you'll you'll say, "How do you feel here?" And maybe when they're three, something terrible happened. Mm. And, uh, you know, they'll kind of have to go through that again. But you can record that and play it back for them. Or tell them that, you know, you can remember that and you're going to cope with it and deal with it and lock it up and put it away. And you'll know it's there. But, you know, and you can help people deal with those kind of things. There's a lot to that age age regression therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So I wish he'd have done more of that.
2: Yeah, that would have been cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because we we block stuff out of our minds all the time. I oh mean, yeah, you know, you know exactly. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah we have to because I mean your hard drive is only so big. You know, <laughs> that you only take so much.
3: Yeah.
2: So what's the future hold for Beyond the Woodline?
3: Well, I'm gonna get more into. Uh... I think we talked about that last time too. I'm going to get more into like the, you know, the, the true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get a lot more veterans on the show and start talking about their experiences in the military, you know, both good and bad, oh, yeah. you know, Yeah. Uh, I, I want to do that and, uh, uh, you know, get some uh, first responders on there too and talk to them about their experiences. And uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, um, just kind of let you know, the public know what these guys go through and yeah. what they see as, as a result of, are crazy as actions, you know, sure. whether it's, you know,
0: what the government asked them to do. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. you know, yeah, uh, you know I, I think a lot of these guys get a bad rap, you know, mm-hmm. um, I really like to talk to a lot of the paramedics too, you know, so we can get their, uh, insight onto what they see on, on yeah. a daily basis. You know, I'm sure these yeah. guys have some crazy stories. I know firemen see a lot of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's not necessarily, uh, to get the story, but to get, uh, you know, why we should be nicer to each other. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of unfortunately right. a lot of horrible yeah. stuff. That they happens they to see it. the worst of yeah uh, what happens. Yeah, the worst of humanity. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. policemen,
0: the same thing. Right, you know, you know, they get called every time something terrible's happening. <clears throat> yeah, spend all your day, de- you know, dealing with terrible stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So I, I, I want to do a lot more of that stuff, and you know, I'm, I'll always have the paranormal and the Bigfoot and the UFO yeah. stuff on the show too. But I wanna, cool, you know, get more into that. And you know,
2: so what was your first show like?
3: My first show was a conspiracy theory. It's really? A, yeah, it was it was about conspiracy itself and um uh, uh just uh how it, it it affects us on a daily basis and you know, and it can happen on a small scale in our own little world, you know, whether it's yeah. at work or home, there's a conspiracy, you know, people are conspiring or, or it can happen at a government level or right. you know. So that was the first show I did. And who was your guest in that, uh, do you remember? His name was Rich Wheeler. Okay. He's actually been on my show twice. Uh we talked about the conspiracy sh- show with him, the first one, and then later on down the road, we talked about, um, oh, what's that drug uh, that uh, Hollywood supposedly uses or allegedly uses to keep you looking young? I forgot what the name of that drug is.
2: Hmm, you know, I wish I could get it. Yeah, and,
3: uh, <laughs> well, it's like really expensive. You know? Right. Yeah, and uh, supposedly the way it's extracted is by these people when they get like you know, under this extreme fear mm-hmm. that, that, i don't know if it's a pheromone or yeah. whatever you want to call it and they ex- extract that and that's part of what uh people uh, think about with all the missing people in the world mm-hmm. you know all over the all over the globe you know that that's what they're used for to scare the hell out of them but of course extract this and, uh-huh. yeah yeah wow. make it big
0: business yeah <laughs> yeah and that's
3: part of you know i forgot what it was called and over the last couple of years supposedly there's been a shortage and that's why yeah you know so many people look so bad now in hollywood you know Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what episode that was? I don't remember what episode that was. God, I wish I remembered it. I we'll would have to look yeah, at it. It was a see. good episode. And Rich is a, Rich is one of these guys yeah. that does his research. Yeah, he does his research really, really well. Cool. Yeah, was, How long
0: have you been doing Beyond the Woodline?
3: About a year. Yeah, yeah, right about a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've, I've had a, a, a witch on the show. You know, she talked about the witchcraft and a lot of the misconceptions that go on. That's that. cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I knew a Wiccan, which is kind of the same thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. W- she scared the me man. Wicked? Wiccan's religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like witchcraft religion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she was she was really hot and I was, I had all kind of ideas about her. <laughs> Did she turned into a
3: frog. Yeah, yeah dude. Well that thought crossed go, my mind yeah, about the time I made my exit, that. you know.
0: Yeah. I don't know where yeah. she's at now. Yeah. Yeah. It scared me.
3: Yeah, I've had, I've had a, a woman who was abducted you know by aliens you know really that, yeah that was a good episode she was actually uh, you know taken as a, as a, as a yeah. small child and another race came and saved her the, the Nordic people you know well, wow. yeah came that's and saved, crazy yeah, she, she says she remembers hearing the explosions and Vikings well they they, they call them Nordic because they're very tall good looking people you know uh-huh. long blonde hair and blue eyes and yeah very much looking like like us except a lot better looking you know
2: yeah well have you ever heard of the cash landrum incident
3: is that the one here in texas yeah Yeah. here in texas
2: actually right around the corner from here in plum grove yeah and uh the grandson i think his last name is landrum is some uh, he lives in dayton somewhere i'd love to find that dude and get him on the show that'd be great because you know he's got to remember some of that Mm -hmm. you know that happened but look that one up, the Cash-Landrum incident, and uh, just Google it, it'll,
0: it'll pop up. That's where they were riding in the car. He was a little kid. He was a little kid Orp in the back came seat. down, and everybody got a sunburn.
2: Everybody got a really bad sunburn, but actually there were, like, some some parts of their skin were almost third-degree burns. Right. And then um, Betty Cash and, God, I can't remember her first name, Mrs. Landrum, they both ended up dying from radiation related illnesses hmm. later on in life yeah you know leukemia shit like that so but i mean the description of everything and they even sued the united states air force because the air force came in and said hey it was us you know and so they sued the air force okay so if it was you and uh, yeah. yeah and uh that was a big deal it went on forever we've got to look for that yeah. guy
0: and if he wants to talk about it i'd, I'd love, love to find him, a, him. Yeah. give him a forum to do it, that
2: it would actually be worth taking a trip out to dayton and asking around because I've looked on Facebook, I've done everything I could, and I know he's still in Dayton somewhere. Yeah, But that, yeah, it'd be worth it, man. It'd be worth the trip. We'll so if anybody that. knows that kid who's now probably 45 years old from Dayton, um, by the last name of, I believe it's Landrum. It might be Cash, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Get him to call me. Right on. Get him on the show. And we'll talk about that. We'll have Joe come back out and we'll... We'll grill that kid. <laughs> we won't grill him. He won't know what happened. Yeah, to he him. may be out of uh,
0: pocket because he's tired of being hounded, too. Yeah, probably so. We'll find but out. But
2: I think he's done one interview before, and I think it was on 2020, and it was way back. I remember that show. You know, in like the 75, 80, something like that. Yeah. You know, and uh, they did a good job. They always did a good job in their investigative journalism. So it was pretty good. Well, Joe, I appreciate you coming out, man. I had yeah, a good man. time having yeah, me you on too, the show. Man. It's, it's
3: good meeting you, and, uh, man. Good meeting you, too.
2: I hope the channel does well. You know, keep working it. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing because you're doing a great job. I had a good time on the yeah, show, man. and I checked out a few of the others. If I had more time, I'd check them all out, but right. it's just going to take time to do it. Yeah. Right. But uh, good to have you on the show. We had a good conversation. And uh, is there anything you want to say to the viewers? I mean, are uh, you looking for subscribers? Are you looking for more views? uh anything you could say to direct those guys maybe give them some more ideas about what else you've had on your show
3: yeah just, you just know, a quick uh, brief the main thing i want to say to people is like when you have these strange encounters you know there are people like me that will listen to you you know that's uh, a lot of people don't know who to turn to but i'll definitely listen to you you know uh, you can find me at uh woodline at gmail.com and uh, man i'll get in touch with you. i'll talk to you you know don't don't ever be afraid or Think I'm going to judge you or think you're crazy? Because uh, I've certainly had some crazy encounters myself. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think anybody yeah. who's sane has had crazy encounters. Mm-hmm. If that
0: makes any sense. Yeah. So,
2: Mark, you got any closing statements, man? I appreciate the the fine birthday gifts. That was awesome. I didn't some
0: fine cutlery for the for the rogue porcupines out here. Didn't expect yeah. that. And uh, I hope you appreciate your fifty cent piece. Oh, but absolutely. Founding Father Ben Franklin, right there, who is right also on. known for another quote. Always do your own research and don't believe what you hear on the Internet. Really? Ben Franklin. That's cool. 1783.
2: That's it. Balled only in the the front. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got, man. All right. For Mark Hogan, I'm Hank Bat. This is Hank's Think Tank, and we're out. All right.